power of the word is the, is the name of the sermon. But this Bible, as we all know, is so powerful. Last year, my wife and I were on a missions trip with our children, our daughters, sorry. And anyways, we were flying down to El Salvador, and these massive clouds we were flying into, I mean, it was kind of scary, and I hope nobody's flying in the next couple of days after me talking like that. But as we were going, you just really, you know, you couldn't see, and I was thinking, how are these guys doing this? You know, how do they know what to do? Well, I think most pilots, they, good pilots, they learn to trust their, their, their instruments better than their own instinct. So... They trust those, those instruments, and they fall on them when they need them. They look back to them. And I really believe that we need to do the same thing with the Word of God. This is our instrument. This is, this is where we land. You can never take a bad, bad landing when you land on the Bible. It's just an amazing book. We're so blessed to have it. I'd like to encourage some of you all. If some, everybody doesn't read the Bible, I would like to encourage you, if you don't read the Bible, to read some of it. Start in the book of John or something. The, the books towards the end, let me just show you a couple of these. Uh, I'm not a big reader myself. I just started reading the Bible about seven years ago when we got involved in c- coming to this church, and I don't think I read since 1983 when I graduated. <laughs> so, true. Like, look at Timothy, 1 Timothy. One, two, three, four. Four pages. You could, you could say I read a book in the Bible. <laughs> four pages. This is my favorite right here. Second John, half a page. <laughs> I'm serious. Something about reading the Word is just an amazing thing. As Timothy says, it's God-breathed. It comes alive. Everything in that book is absolutely true. Again, I'm calling this uh, the power of the Word, and I did a little research on uh, what power meant back in the day of Jesus. Um, in Acts, he talked about dunamis. I say it right this time? I'm, I'm really good at butchering words in the Bible. Um, dunamis is wonderfully comprehensive. It simply means ability and applies in practical ways to everyday life. However, dunamis is not just any power. The word, of, the word often refers to miraculous power. So let's go. Here we go. Power of the word. James 1. 19 through 25. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of all this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. This is my, one of my favorite verses right now. 22, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. In other words, whatever scripture you're reading, if you're reading this, don't just listen to it. Do what it says. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror And after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in a way 
and that they would be blessed in what they do. Let's pray. Jesus, Lord, we love you. We thank you for this day, Lord. I pray that people hear your words and not my words, Lord. We love you. We thank you for this mighty love letter that you gave us. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, we're going to be talking about the power of the word and the power of our words, how we can lift ourselves up or tear ourselves down or lift other people up or tear other people down with words. Jason just got done his sermon where it was on change, and he would ask, anybody in here wants change? I had both my hands and both my feet up because I need change in my life in many areas. So we got home. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do to help me get in these changes? I'm like, okay, I'm going to speak powerful into those areas, and I'm going to get into his word. I'm going to get into his word. Any, any areas in your life that you're struggling with, it's all in this book, whether it's not getting along in a marriage, uh, pornography, addiction, everything is in this book. This book is amazing, truly amazing. Point number one, the power of listening needs to turn into the power of doing. And there's my favorite verse again, James 1.22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. I go to um, Trinity Fitness on occasion, and any Trinity Fitness people in the house? All right. And you get there, and they'll tell you how to do something, just like the Bible tells us how to do stuff. You can be, they'll tell you how to lift a a barbell. You have to stand a certain way, chest out, your back, back, your shoulders, and you lift that thing up, and you push it up. Some days I don't feel like doing that, but they encourage you to do it. So where I'm going with that is if I were just to go there and listen to what they're telling us to do, but not do it, then I'm not going to get much out of that workout. And the same thing applies to our words and this Bible. I was also there, Justin, one of the trainers, uh, a couple days later gave me a scripture, and I believe it read, it was Chronicles, it was, I believe it was in a children's Bible. For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him so he can show his great power in helping them. When I preach, you guys hear me all, I I shouldn't say pick on, uh, my wife loves animals, so we talk sometimes about all the animals that she likes to save. It's like having my my own um, version of pet detective living with me. She loves animals. She's always helping them and doing stuff. We were in the pet store and a couple months ago and there's little betta fish that you see. They live in tiny little jars. She, she literally started crying. She's like, I can't believe these fish. They got nowhere to move or swim. So she's like, I'm going to buy some fish. And I'm like, I'm good with that because they're not going to poop in the lawn and they're not going to have hair all over the house. So we have these betta fish now that live in these, these giant bowls you know, in the house, and this one fish she had for a little while, it didn't eat for a month, and went a whole month with not eating, and the fish cost like four, $7.80, and she's taking it to the vet and to like different places. <laughs> this fish is now like $50 for this fish. I'm like, you know what, let's just go buy another one for eight bucks. Mary's like, no, I'm going to help this fish. So she read that. She's like, you know what? 
I believe that so he can show his great power. So this fish didn't eat for a month. And he was not swimming like this. He was almost, almost you know, sideways or dead. She prayed that prayer over him. She said, I'm going to speak positive into this fish. I'm going to pray this prayer over, G- over the fish. And the next morning, she gets up and the fish is still sideways, but she starts to feed it. And the fish starts to eat. I mean, that's an amazing story. Again, she applied it. She prayed it. She believed it. She believed it. She's like, I'm going to pray over this fish. My, my, my girls, my daughters, we got to witness that. I mean, it was just an amazing thing to see God work through a little fish. This verse applies to all scripture. Um, again, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. So whatever you're reading in the Bible, apply it. If you're struggling in an area and you're reading the word about it, apply it. Don't just read it. Apply it. Read verses in the Bible that apply to the words you are saying. If you're struggling, again, with, with gossip or something like that, read it. It's all in the Bible. Number two, the power of speaking, James 3, 4. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Proverbs. 1821, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. It's amazing, what, again, what words can do, how you can tear people down or, or, or tear people up. Um, I'm guilty of this. My, my daughters and my wife, they can you know, spill stuff on occasion, which we all do. Again, one of the things I want, I get upset sometimes. I can't believe you spilt that, you know, and just... Rah, rah, just being like a jerk because um, I had a bad day. That doesn't give me the right to come home and speak negative words to my family because I'm having a bad day or things are going tough. Shame on me for that. These scriptures are telling us it's our choice in the words that we use. It's so easy for us to start arguing and saying bad words because of our sin nature. It just comes easy. How many of you are in this room right now that wish you didn't say something to someone in the past week, month? Yeah, I see hands going up. Day, week ago, month ago. Everybody's hands are going up. Yeah, someone said that last service. Someone said an hour ago. They said an hour ago I said something I wish I didn't say. Again, the power of our words. Read this word and it will help us with our words, with our negative words. What do we look like when we argue and we tear each other apart? My wife and I were in an argument, and again, if there's any arguments, it's all me. I'm blessed. My, my biggest thank you prayer is she puts up with me. We got in this argument, and there was a mirror behind her, and I looked, and I seen myself, the expression on my face, and it wasn't pretty. It, it really scared me. I'm like, Wow. I'm being a jerk, and I look like this? I mean, it's, it's just not pretty. What these scriptures are telling us, it's very dangerous to say words like stupid, lazy. I wasn't saying none of that. I know better than that. Um, well, actually, I, I did say lazy. That's coming up, but didn't call anybody my family stupid. But it's words like stupid, lazy, fat. You'll never amount to anything. 
I don't believe in stuff like that. I know y'all don't either. And, or like, I can't. I don't believe in words like, I can't. We have to speak positive words. Remember James in the beginning, 120, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And as a result, these words or thoughts you might have can bring yourself down or someone else. little analogy that I use, I, a couple years ago, my wife and I were talking. If I'm upset with somebody or if I've got to go into a meeting or sit down and talk to somebody and you know that your, your words or their words might get out of hand, Picture Jesus, because Jesus is all around us. He's everywhere. He's here right now. He will be here forever. One day we will be with him forever and ever. But picture him right beside you. Just picture that. Your buddy Jesus is going to be right beside you. So you, it's holding you accountable. It sounds kind of weird. You know, maybe I am weird. I don't know. But just picture Jesus right there with you if you're getting ready to have a discussion with your spouse or somebody and you think you might say some bad words. He's going to be looking right at you. It might really make you look at things different. Or if you're in the road, you're driving down the road, and you're getting ready to flick someone off or something because your day's going bad, Jesus, picture him right there in the seat. How, you know, what is he going to think of you? Okay, here's a story where, um, again, I called my girls and my wife one day lazy. I just said I did say lazy. Again, I was having a bad day. doesn't give me the right to come home and pick on my, my, my daughters or my wife. You guys are lazy. You're not doing this. And I'm doing this. And rah, 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 rah. Shame on me. One of the things that I raised my hand about when Jason was speaking about change was that. I prayed. I've been praying on that. And I think I've been getting better on it. Yes, I'm getting yeses. This is good. <laughs> they wouldn't lie in church, neither. <laughs> so I'm getting yeses on that. Um, I don't know if this was a good thing or a bad thing that I did. I told them I was praying on it. I said, I'm, just, I'm praying on this. I'm sorry. I raised my voice again. I even called you a name. I apologized. Right away, I, I felt horrible because you should never, ever pick on anybody with bad words, or especially your children. So this is, I don't know if it was a mistake or not. I kind of, I told my, my daughters, you know what? I've been praying on this. The very next day, something was spilt. There I am again. Rah, 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 rah. You talk about accountability par- partners. My daughter looks at me and says, Dad, I thought you were praying on this. <laughs> she was right, 100% right. Pastor Steve was praying over the staff last week, and somehow children came up, and he said three things that our children need to hear. I love you. I'm proud of you. And let them know they're great at whatever talent they have. I don't know if there's anybody in this room that may have been saying some bad words and not speaking positive words to your children, but tell them that. Three things they need to hear. I love you, I'm proud of you, and praise them on the areas that they're good in. Let me tell you, Jesus loves you just the way they are, the same way the power of our words and thoughts can give life. Think of how you feel when someone comes alongside you and they tell you, you know, really great words about yourself. It lifts you up. Speak positive to yourself and speak positive into your family and friends. Don't listen to negative stuff. Don't listen to people when they cut you down. Again, words, words can lift you up or tear you down. So if someone's telling you something about yourself, just don't believe it. I'm going to pick on myself right now for a minute. Give me the, the hats. 
I need to wear hats because, as you see, I'm sunburned right now. I go in the sun a lot. My wife and I, we're, we're true beach bums. We love the sun. But I like hats, but I don't look right in hats. <laughs> and you guys have 100% permission to laugh at me, okay? <laughs> I'm just not a hat person. <laughs> Steve's cracking up. He said earlier, he goes, I've never seen a transformation like that. <laughs> Eric even called me a dork. <laughs> so I just, you know, I can't wear hats. <laughs> but where I'm going with that is, like this hat right here, Jesus loves you just the way you are. So if anybody's picking on you for anything or any area of your, in your life, remember, Jesus loves you just the way you are. You're here on purpose. The word of God has creative power and Jesus has creative power. Proverbs says life and death are in the power of our words. Electricity. Some of you guys are still laughing. <laughs> electricity. We have electricity in our house. Yes. It, it, can, it can do good or bad. If you use it wrong, it can kill you. Number three, the power of potential, Matthew nineteen twenty six. Jesus looked at them and said, with man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Amen is correct. With God all things are possible. With this word, the power of the word, all things are possible. We only look at our limitations but God sees our potential. We only look at our limitations, but God sees our potential. So many of us wait around for circumstances to change, but we need to change our confidence, so we need to learn to separate them. Speak into your situation. Speak your positive words and the word into it. Only God, if you're in a mess right now, only God can turn a mess into a message. God can turn a mess into a message. He can turn a test into a testimony. That's the power of the word. The word. Never let what happened yesterday, last week, a year ago, a minute ago, ruin your new day. Every day we wake up, we have a new day. Scripture tells us to concentrate on, on good. The Bible says over, good overcomes evil. It's better to focus on positive words than to think of what not to say. Isn't that true? It is so much more up, uplifting to keep saying and speaking positive words. If you ever were speaking positive words, you will have more amazing answers to your prayers. If you speak positive words into what you're praying for, I guarantee you, you'll have more amazing answers to your prayers. Speak this word into it. Speak your positive words into it. The next story is um, Jesus was setting my wife and I up for um, a mess to turn into a message and a test into a testimony. And we didn't even see it, obviously, at the time. But there was a time years back uh, before I got involved in working at the church. But I was, a, I was attending the church, praying. We were into our Bibles every day. We were on fire reading the word. But I had some um, issues with, our, with, with finances. I found myself unemployed. So I was going out. I was, I was mowing lawns, trimming trees, painting houses, whatever I could do 
to keep us fed. Try not to lose the house. The house was, was, we were about to lose the house. Mary kept just speaking positive words into me. There were days I just wanted to quit. She's like, no. She was speaking positive words into me. So I had this little uh, job in the mall. I was working in a kiosk, which I hate the mall. I know some of y'all love it. I can't stand it. But I'm in the mall working in a little kiosk. And again, things were really bad. My wife calls me up one day and she said, you're not going to believe this. And she's almost crying. I'm like, what? And her mom called her. Her mom had no idea that we were about to lose our house. We didn't want to give her that burden, you know. She knew things were a little tight, but she didn't know half of what was going on. So Mary calls me. She says, my mom just blessed us with some money. She's, she was going to give it to us one day when, when she passes, but she gave us some money. And it was enough to, to pay the house, to, to get caught up and some other debts paid. And I'm in the middle of the mall. I'm crying so hard when she tells me this. I'm literally weeping like a baby. My cries were echoing through the halls. I'm talking, really, I was crying that hard. I was like, ah, crying. People came up to me, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, Jesus is great. And they're like, oh, Jesus freak, and he's on something. But I'm like, I was just like, man, my prayers were answered, and I thank my wife, I thank God. You know, I, we kept that positive, we kept speaking that positive into it. Isaiah 58, 9. Then you will call and the Lord will, will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and miraculous talk. Again, pray always and speak positive words. The words that you speak about yourself are the most important ones. You need to speak words about yourself that what God is speaking to you. You are here on purpose. God loves you just the way you are, even if you look like a dork in a hat. He loves you. We have to keep beating ourselves up and speak into those areas that we have some real issues. Things like, I'm not motivated. I'll never get that job. Speak, I am motivated. I will get that job. I can do this. I can do that. We need to rise above our own confession. Learn to speak the word of God into your own life, your spouse's life, your children's life, your neighbor's life, your friend's, your co-worker's life. Speak into it. How many of you here have an area in your life that you would like to improve on? I don't know about you, but again, the power of this word, the power of this word. Start with positive words about that area and look for God's God's word and his scripture and speak into those areas with scripture. Can you imagine what would happen if we set an alarm off every three hours and we prayed over that area? Every three hours. I'm going to take 10 minutes. Because what happens is the whole day goes by, another day goes by, and a week goes by, and we're not even praying into those areas. We're not even speaking words to ourselves about what we need to speak to or speak to someone next to you that, that you know they're going through something. got another story here. Um, this is for the women, the moms in the house. You all are such a blessing. I don't know how y'all do it, first of all. If it were up to men, I think the planet would quit. There's no way, no way we could do it. Um, if you're in a, my wife and I have two beautiful daughters, 
and at one point we were thinking of going to a, having a third daughter. So, <laughs> oh, it must be people that have a lot of kids that are laughing. Kids are great. We all know that. A lot of responsibility. Um, so I went to a doctor just to get a talk about maybe not having any more children, a little procedure done. So we said, all right, let's, let's do that. We're, we're blessed. We've got two beautiful children. Well, about a week goes by, and I had that. My wife went into work, and again, you know, we had that appointment coming. We had that appointment coming up. Well, she actually canceled it. We canceled it. She talked me into maybe we'll have one more. So I'm like, all right, cancel the appointment. She says, I got to go into work, and I need you to take a day off work and be home with the kids. So they're both in diapers, and I'm alone, home alone, with the kids. And she gets home that night, and she's like, How was your day? I'm like, It was nice. I had food winged at me. I had hands putting diapers with poop in it and come out. And she said, well, what else happened? I said, you know that appointment we canceled? I called them back. I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. It's, it's amazing. If you're in a relationship that's good or bad, whether it's related to your families or friends, again, speak positive stuff into those areas. Speak positive into those areas. Proverbs 15.4. The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. That's pretty big there. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. So again, when you're speaking your words to people, speak positive. Some people have that encouraging gift that when you get around them for five minutes, you just know it. You can feel it. You're like, wow, this person is just a blast to be around you because they're uplifting you with good words. If you're in a great season right now and all is well, I guarantee you, you know someone that's not. We all do. I highly recommend it. If, if everything's good in your life right now and you're up on the mountaintop, that's great. As you all know, we, we go in the valleys, we go in the mountaintops. Well, share some powerful words with them, someone that needs it. Come alongside them. Give them a Bible verse. Tell them to read First John, a half a page in the Bible, and you can say, hey, you're going to read a whole book in the Bible. And something about reading Scripture, it just it, it gives you that strength. I'm going to go on to the, the fourth Number four now. The power of strength through Jesus. We all know Philippians 4.13. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I can do all this through him. Again, bring Jesus into the picture with you. Bring the word into the picture with you, and you will get through whatever battle you're going on. If there's anyone in this room right now, and these words are affecting you today, it's your day to let them loose. I strongly, I strongly encourage you, give them to Jesus and ask him for strength. Again, remember, don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. I'm going to finish with um, 
one of the most powerful testimonies my wife and I ever heard with my children. I had a um, heart cath done about a year and a half ago. My dad, grandfather, and great-grandfather all had heart attacks. For like 15 years prior, I kept little chest pains, and I'm like, man, I don't know what to do. I'd go see a doctor. They'd do stuff. They'd say, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with your heart. It must be what you ate, heartburn, which, yeah, that's probably me. I can eat a lot of hot, spicy food and stuff. So about a year and a half ago, I got that again. I'm like, man, I, you know, I want that peace. And I encourage any of you all in this room right now, if you have anything like that, go see a doctor because two things are going to happen. He's either going to say, great, you came in, we caught it, or he's going to say, we need to do this to fix it. So I went in, I had the heart cath done. Everything came back great, praise God. I got a hall pass. It was like I could start eating McDonald's and Burger King again and... So anyways, we're in the recovery room, and I'm in the recovery room. My wife and I are in there with my children, and we meet this, this lady. She's eight months pregnant. Most power, One of the most powerful testimonies we ever heard. I'll never forget the words she said. She said, she started out with my baby is, 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 has a little heart issue, and it's, I forget the whole story. As, she, as soon as she was born or a month after she was born, she's going to need heart surgery. But she, she said these words, I am going to speak positive words into this. I am going to speak the Bible into this. I am going to speak the word of God into this situation because God has already done miracles. Because of what's going on with this baby, I've got friends, I've got family members that I haven't seen in a long time. We're, they're, coming, they're coming around, we're talking again. People in her life and her family were accepting Jesus into their life. She even went as far to say, even if something, if the baby doesn't make it, Jesus is great because so, he used this child already. Ooh, it's a hard one here. I tear up when I think about this. Use this child. This child has already, through this child, miracles have already happened in our life. My wife and I were just bawling our eyes. She's tearing up right now. We were just bawling our eyes out. But I'll never forget, she said, I'm going to speak the word and the words, the positive words into the situation. The, I, a matter of fact, I just seen her a little while ago with her daughter. She's here somewhere. It's just an amazing, amazing story. I love hearing stories like that. So we all need the power of Jesus because, as we know, his power is real. Brian always puts a, a song in. I don't know if y'all ever caught this, whatever the sermon's about. He was singing a song about the power of Jesus at the end there. He's a pretty talented guy. So don't, another, another last thing is don't put in front of you what does not belong in you. Don't put in front of you, and you, you all know what it is, whatever that problem is right now, I know you're thinking of it. Don't put that problem in front of you if you know it doesn't belong in you. Let's, uh, let's close. We're going to close right now. All heads bowed. Are there people in this room right now that would like to know Jesus? Are there people in this room right now that would like to just get to know him through his word, start reading his word? Are there are people in this room right now and you want to build a relationship with Jesus Christ, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, when I gave my life to Jesus Christ, amazing things happened. It's, an ama- it's not just raising your hand. You're raising your hand. You're accepting Jesus Christ into your life. You're giving your life to him. You're going to do life with Jesus. If there's anybody in this room right now would like to rededicate your life or give your life to Jesus, just raise your hand up real quick. 
and we'll pray with you, pray for you. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. God is great. God is great. I encourage you before I pray to go out to the tent if you can and get a, a Bible from somebody and a devotional. They will pray with you. And also, before we leave up on the screen, you will see there's a starting point. You can email startingpoint at thecoastline.com. I'm so happy for y'all to just raise your hand. Amazing things are going to happen in your life. Just pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me and my sins and save me from the eternal separation from God by faith. I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I pray for a new life. I pray right now, Lord, I pray... I thank you in advance for things that you're going to do in my life, Lord. I pray that I am going to start reading your word. I'm going to start living your word. I pray that so much. And we pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you all so much. Have a great day.